0: That you came back today so we can talk some more about turning our complaining into thanksgiving and once again and i'm gonna keep talking about this and you may get tired of hearing it but it's the absolute truth it's a choice that we make we can choose to complain or we can choose to be thankful uh, the people of israel chose to complain no one made them no one forced them it was their choice they had more reasons to be thankful than they did to complain. God was even working miracles in their midst. He opened up the Red Sea and led them across on dry ground and defeated their enemy, the Egyptians. He gave them manna from heaven to eat, and he provided for them against their enemies, but they just kept complaining, and they kept, facing, kept refusing to face up to the fact that God is working on their behalf. You see, complaining is also a sin problem. It is a sin. It's a sin against God. Maybe you say, it's not a sin, and at least, uh, you know, it's just a little thing. Who am I really hurting when I complain? Well, you're hurting yourself first. It leads to anger, to bitterness. leads to depression. It hurts God. It doubts him and denies him and refuses to believe him and stands against him. And other people are affected by our complaining. Who likes to be around a complainer? Somebody who's always complaining, always griping about something. And God makes a big deal out of this. We may not, but he does. It's also a problem that brings God's judgment. Numbers 11.1 really hits it. Now the people complained about their hardship in the hearing of the Lord, and when he heard them, his anger was aroused. And ultimately the result was these complainers died in the desert. They never got to experience the land that flowed with milk and honey. They never got to enjoy the land of promise. They never got to experience what God had said he would give them because they refused to trust him, and they complained all the time, which was evidence that they did not trust him. And you and I will experience the same thing. You see, God hears our complaining, and he hates our complaining. This displays the the thing in the church today that so many people— their believers are complainers and and they they ignore all that God is doing and simply complain about what he isn't doing you see God entrusts us with adversity and we complain they were complaining about their hardships their difficulties this is the worst kind of complaining hebrews 12:5 and 6 says do not make light of the lord's discipline because the lord disciplines those he loves he entr- he's entrusted us with the opportunity to experience difficulty and respond in the correct way. And he he grows us through our adversities, and he uses that to make us strong. And if we complain about it, then we fail to grow. We We miss the lesson he's teaching. Now, it may be a hard lesson. It may be a difficult lesson that we're going through. But if we will trust him and not complain, if we will be thankful and not complain, then he'll bless us. And why do you think you would be entitled to a perfect life without any problems? Why why would you be uh, one that should have that? How do you deserve that? How do I deserve that? We don't. So God judges our complaining, and He did then, and He will now. So it's important that we realize it. And there's a solution to our complaining. First, we have to confess it to God. Face up to the fact. Admit it. Lord, I'm a complainer. I complain about a lot of things, the weather, how I feel, people around me, my job, my this, my that, and replace complaining with thanksgiving. Every time you start to complain, ask God to enable you to be thankful. Recognize that God is your source and thank him. Thankfulness is more than words. We were taught to say thank you as children, possibly. And that's good, but genuine thankfulness is deeper than words. It recognizes God as our source. It requires us to get past obligation and deeply appreciates what we received. Gratitude is defined as showing that it is kindness received and it's valued. We value God and what he does for us. I don't think I've, my wife and I have ever been as grateful and thankful as we are now in our, in our latter years because we can look back and we can see how God has so been so good to us, how he has so blessed us, how he has so provided for us in ways beyond anything we could have imagined, how he took us from very, very small situations and gave us great opportunities to serve him and to touch people and how he blessed us in family and friends and so I could just go on and on. I could spend the rest of the time just telling how grateful we are for what God has done for us. Certainly we have health problems. Certainly we're in difficult times. And certainly we have our moments. But overall, it's just amazing how we can just rejoice and be grateful. We start every day with that verse that says, this is the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And, and the Bible says in Philippians 2, 4, and 5, that if we're thankful that it makes a difference each of you should look not only to your own interest but also the interest of others you see if we are thankful we begin to see other people in a different light and and we begin to have a concern for them and we could we can grow in this thankful attitude in Ephesians 4 22 we read you were taught to be made new in the attitude of your minds in other words God wants to change our minds that's repentance and give us an attitude of thankfulness. There are several levels of thanksgiving. Where are you? Maybe you're in elementary school. That's where I was for a long time because I had to learn to be thankful. I was not naturally thankful. I was not naturally positive. I had to choose to do that and to choose to let Jesus enable me day by day, and it's been a long learning process, and I'm not there yet, but I'm still on the way. Hebrews 13:15 says, continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, saying daily thanks for what God has given you. And most of us do it only out of obligation. Maybe you're at the high school level. That's 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ concerning you. We're to give thanks in everything. That doesn't leave anything out, the hardships, the difficulty, the problems. That doesn't mean we're thankful for them, but we give thanks in them. Lord, I thank you for this physical problem I'm having, the sickness that I'm having, that you're working in my life in this, and I'm thankful that I can trust you in it. But there's the graduate school level of thanksgiving. If you want to be done with cheerless, joyless, wilderness living, be thankful not just for all things but for all things, not just in all things but for all. This is the thankfulness that trusts God and is grateful even for the difficulties. That's why he says, be filled with the Spirit, always giving thanks to the Father for everything. This is the highest gratitude and promises victory in every circumstance. in the middle of a health crisis or a marital problem or a job difficulty, thank God. Thank your God you're using this in my life. Thank you, God, you love me. Remember, you can choose daily to be thankful or you can choose daily to complain. It's a matter of attitude. Gratitude is the attitude that sets the altitude for living. Complainers live in the desert, and thank people who are thankful live in the blessing. I hope that you and I will choose that blessing today and let God enable us to do it. God bless you. Have a great day.